Yo, and we're back. What's up? What's going on? Hey, guys. Yo. You're we back. Make it make sense with myself, Phil. And me, Stacy. And Mr. Data GDR, who's currently eating Pringles because I'm hungry. Ooh, what flavor are you eating? Uh, well, there's this uh, rice fusion and then barbecue. Always got to be the different one of you. What's fr- Always got to be different. I can't lie, the rice fusion ones are kind of lit. Yo, they taste like food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like they're nutritional, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dick, why don't you just go eat something, man? Like eating Pringles, dog. Ah, my appetite's been weird recently. Let's not get into that. Hey, Stacy, do you have a song for us? You know what? I'm. I just thought of one. Maybe something like that along the lines. So yeah, I do got a song. I do. Okay, just, get, just drinking some. Just drinking some hot, you know, lemon and honey, just to get my voice ready. Um, good. This is gonna be good. It's not. It's actually not. Like, it's going through my head, and I'm like, Stacey, here we go again. Here we go again. I hope you guys get this. Okay. Um. Okay. Do you know what? I'm going to. I've got one. I've got one. Got one. Okay. Okay. Cool. Whatever. I'm going. I'm going, I'm going. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Um, make it, make it make sense. Make it, make it make sense. Make it, make it make, make it make sense. Love you. Bye. Oh, yo. Ah, I just needed, I just needed an easy one. I just needed an easy one. I just needed to get it, like, straight away. You did it, Stacey. Amazing. I know, I know. Oh, my God. That was almost easy. No, I had to test it out, innit? So if if I failed this one, then I would have given it to you guys. You know what? Maybe I'm the issue. Maybe it's me. <laughs> as I didn't fail, I don't think it's me. Wow. I, I didn't even introduce that segment of the show, but now that since I didn't introduce that segment of the show, I guess I'll introduce the next bit, which is a Stacey appreciation section. Stacey, mm-hmm. I love how organized you are. Mm-hmm. That, is that is that that's your room, right? That's so my room. Dude, you're 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 so organized. Like everything is in its place, and it just. Mate, my mind is now at peace, looking at your room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking about everything and how I can just you know section it into different places on my mind, just because. Of com- <laughs> compartmentalize, compartmentalize, compartmentalize. How do you say it, Philip? Compartmentalize. Yeah. Come compartmentalize. on. Compact tentacles every part of my, my room as well. Degrees, guys. My friends of degrees. Wow. Okay. So um, let's get straight into it. So this this topic is one that I decided to pick because I wanted to rattle David. I wanted to shake David's boots. I wanted David to quiver in fear because... He loves this genre of film. I love this genre of film. Mm-hmm. Stacy hates this genre of film. I love the genre of film. Okay, okay. Stacy, quote unquote, loves this genre, <laughs> <laughs> this genre of film. We're talking about rom coms. I'm talking about rom coms. We, we, we love the good rom coms. 
everyone loves a good rom-com, you know, the romantic comedy genre. Yes, 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 yes. And we're talking about whether they have failed us in our adult lives, especially when it comes into the scope of relationships, getting into them, getting out of them, being in them, you know, the realism of relationships. Because, you know, as much as people don't want to admit, a lot of what we... And how a lot, of, a lot of how we behave in this life tends to come from the things that we consume. And if you consume a lot of rom-coms, chances are you're probably going to model your love life and relationships off a rom-com that you like. Uh-oh. What do you guys think about that statement? <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it is a somewhat accurate statement. Um, it's, it's very dangerous, but it does fit the bill for some people out there. It's it's where do you say that? Because I don't know where like what other questions you're gonna ask, but I feel like I do like rom coms, but what I get from it is so different to what everyone else gets from it, which is why I'm so interested as like to hear what you guys are gonna say. What do you get from it? Do you laugh at their pain? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's mad? I don't laugh, but I'm like, what did you expect? Uh, what did you actually expect? I like grow that. up. I hear that. I hear that. What about you, David? Yeah, I, I, I agree that it's probably natural for at least some parts of what you watch to fall into your subconscious and ultimately influence how you go about things in your real life. I mean, I see that in sitcoms I watch and definitely in rom-coms I've watched too. You know, I, I, I intentionally grew up pursuing an understanding of love because of how much I love I loved romantic comedies and R&B music. So I I immersed myself in both of those worlds to get an understanding from their point of view of what love looks like. And I know it's an idealistic love, but it's like being able to take the idealistic love and then putting it into your real life. That That's, that's kind of, mm. well, that kind of was my goal then. Um, <laughs> would, I, would you guys say, yeah, it's something that, you do subconsciously, oh no, sorry, consciously. Like you're aware that right now I'm I'm behaving like Will and Fresh Prince when he's talking to Jacqueline. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or I'm behaving yeah. like um, Jamie Fox and Jamie Fox show. Do you, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. when you're pulling out that charm. Like do you mm-hmm. think it's something you do consciously? So for me, I I do it completely on purpose completely on purpose um for many reasons <laughs> one because it just entertains me so much <laughs> like sometimes i'll be on, fo- on the phone to a sweet one and i'll be like let me throw some wind in this real quick and then i'll do it and then i'll get the reaction i'll be like yeah i could be will smith <laughs> you know like i'm just, I'm just it's for me but it's also for her but then also because um obviously i'm an actor and those are the type of characters i want to play so letting it allowing it to fall into my real life is kind of my own method acting which might not always be healthy but hey i'm crazy because i'm a creative and uh (laughs) and yeah also because those things work you know those things those things become part of me to an extent so i i I just i let them be um but i i I won't say that that's the case for everyone i'm likely a rare case in terms of how much i allow what i watch to connect with what I actually do in, in real life. I'm okay. Crazy. And Stacey, That's you you're the opposite. <laughs> I hate you, my goodness. You say you're the opposite. 
nah, do you know what? Yeah. A degree, I do let it consciously, like, influence me just in terms of being able to enjoy what's happening around around me. So if I see something that um, looks like it's going along the lines of something that I've watched, I won't disrupt it too much because I'd like to kind of experiment with the outcomes of what might what might happen, what might not happen, see if maybe what I watched was accurate, if it wasn't accurate, and also just to see human behavior and see the accuracy of it and how it's portrayed um, on the screen. So I do let it, I do let it influence me consciously, um, but also there is a subconscious there's a subconsciousness in me that because of everything I've watched and everything I've taken in and because I don't necessarily, I don't like buy into all the rom-coms, even though I do enjoy some of them, I don't buy into them. It's like when I see something going along the lines, I think subconsciously, I will sometimes veer from the normal route that it might go down only because of what I've, like how I've processed it in my mind and what I've taken from what I've watched. So I don't want, my life to go the way they once have gone so I've been like subconsciously I'll be like nah let's do something else so yeah no I hear that because I feel like with rom-coms you can all sit and watch sit and watch a rom-com and then see the behavior of these characters we know they're going to go through the like a collision course where they're going to end up together most of the time so sometimes when they're going through conflicts we, we sit and watch it and we're like man why, why would you do that like why, why would you do that? <laughs> like in crazy rich Asians yeah there's there's a scene where um, something happens and these two characters are in a car and they're married and then the guy's like, what's wrong? And she says nothing. And I remember Darren and I, we looked at each other like, why would you Why would you say that? We know something's wrong, it's obvious. If you don't want to speak about it, say I don't want to speak about it, but don't lie. But mm. in those moments, we will probably do the same thing. It's just that when you're watching it happen to other people, one, it's entertaining, and two, you have all the answers. Because <laughs> it's not happening to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, cool. That brings me to my next point, And it's a massive, massive philosophical question, which is going to be a thing. Yes, Sue. Philosophical question. A philosophical question. You right. need to trademark that. That's well, amazing. Honestly, yeah. honestly, the way you spun that in so uh, casually. A philosophical question. Your name is not for everything, bro. Oh, real talk, man. <laughs> Before you win on this one. All right, cool. Ah, uh, you <laughs> ain't. All right. So, if you knew from the jump of your life, from the start, yeah? Someone gave you a manual and said that this thing is not gonna happen and that's marriage or relationships, whether long lasting, short lasting, whatever. And that um, that um, includes all like forms of like sexual activity or forms of like interaction with someone in a attractive manner, if that makes sense. Like you can be friends with, but not like proceed, I'm not going any further than that. If you knew that part of your life was closed off how different do you think your life would be at this stage? Anyone jump in straight if away? I if I knew, okay, cool. If I knew that all of that wasn't going to happen. You're right <laughs> do there, you know baby. what? <laughs> Stacy, keep talking, sorry. I just... <laughs> Man, looks like you're deep in life. It's all right. And that's what the philosophical, uh, philosophical questions do, bro. <laughs> But yeah, Stacey, please go on, go on. No, I was going to say, oddly enough, yeah, I think in my adult life, I kind of live my life like that now. And 
it's really weird because on, I'm sharing a lot now. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> share it. Oh, okay. Declare it. Share it. <laughs> I mean, I declare marriage and love and happiness. But um, there's like a question that myself at one point, um, I was speaking to a friend and I was like, you know what? I could do this relationship thing. Like I get myself. It's only the fact that I'm waiting for someone and I feel like I'm waiting for someone who fits me in a way that is healthy, let's just say. So I don't know what that looks like. I don't know, guys, but that's just the way my mind works. But I was speaking to a friend and I was like, I can, I can do this. Nice. I'm just waiting for the right person to come along. And then she asked me, she was like, what does that even, what, is, like, what are you trying to say? Like, so what if you never got married? Like, why do you want to do it? She was like, why do you want to do it? And I was like, what do you mean? I deserve, I deserve, I deserve love. I deserve love, I deserve marriage, I deserve children, I deserve it. And I just got my mind rolling and I had to speak to God, yeah. And I was like, why do I want this? And also, what does it mean if I don't get it? What does it mean if it never comes into my life? Does that mean I'm going to be unhappy with God? Does that mean I'm going to be angry? Does that mean I'm going to be, be like, I'm going to stop living? No. And I was, and Honestly, having asked myself that question, I have decided that I'm so happy and I know it's such a cliche thing like, oh yeah, be happy in yourself, you know, love yourself in that type of way. But also it's true. I've decided due to asking myself that question that it's not the goal for me. It's such a blessing. All of those things are such a blessing. However, that's not my goal, my goal was to walk in my purpose. And if that happens to be part of my purpose, I'm so thankful to God and I will, you know, rejoice to the skies. But also if it's not, I'm be okay. And I'm gonna continue loving, I'm gonna continue um, devoting myself to God. I'm gonna continue following, um, yeah, the path to whatever God wants me to do. So in my adult life, I think, I've, oh. sorry guys. In my adult life, I've decided that, you know what, I'm not going to think that those things are an option. Like those, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, put that, my, yeah, I'm not going to put too much weight on that in my life. However, when I was a kid, I do think I romanticized so much, so much. I would see everyone doing it and I'd be like, oh, yay. I don't necessarily want to get involved, but I romanticized a lot. So if, I knew that those things weren't available as a kid. I think, ah, uh, I'd, I'd be, I'd be even more cynical than I am now, and I don't want to see that child. I don't think I'd be very happy. No, I, hear <laughs> I hear that. Definitely hear that. Well, David, what are you saying? You, you look, you look like you've been there meditating. So, big <laughs> like Stacy was spitting facts. Um, I just need to understand the question. Are you saying that I could never lips neck? You can never lips neck. Even if you're an actor and it was part of your job, you would. Uh, that, that, that doesn't count. That's acting. That's okay, cool. But but I'm talking like on my day to day, I couldn't take a girl to a park, have a picnic, and lips her neck under a under a tree. I couldn't do that. Like imagine your your design, but that part of your software was removed, so you wouldn't even be uh, in that position because. Uh, it's, <laughs> you <can't... laughs> You're telling me to imagine like not being made of water, Philip. 
Like, <laughs> like water, but I can't imagine not. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> I think no, I probably you don't have anything. I I prefer not to speak. Alright, fair enough, fair enough. No, because I'll for me, I know, I know for me, mm. I probably would not have let go of my um God complex. I would be trying to control a lot of things around me. Um, I think I'll be wishful thinking, but I think I'll be a lot further ahead in film. Not to say that like me being in a relationship, me being engaged has like delayed what it kind of has, but that's by choice, if that makes sense. Like, it's not like I hate anything. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would have been a lot more devoted to um, filmmaking. I feel like I would be very alone. <laughs> if I'm being... From being, if I'm keeping it 100, I think I'll be very lonely, mm-hmm. very lonely. I think I would have like moved out of my parents' house um, and then just basically chill by myself trying to make film work. If I'm being really, really honest, I feel like me being in a relationship or me knowing that I want to get married and that's, the, that's what I'm, I'm working towards has really changed who I am. Like, I wouldn't say I'm the same person that I was three years ago before I met my fiance, if that makes sense. Because I knew there were things about me that I wanted to change. But mm. if I if if I knew that I was never gonna get married, yeah, I probably would I'll probably be a waste man. I'll probably be the guy that everyone hates. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> because I would just be all about my own personal gain. Mm. I'm I that's what I genuinely believe. And the reason why I asked this mm. question is because like how how much of our lives do you think we spend trying to mold ourselves into someone who people like instead of doing the work ourselves to grow as people who are just nice people, if that makes sense? Like me not being like a dick to people shouldn't be because I'm trying to find a wife. It should mm-hmm. be because I'm trying to be a nice person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's just one of them ones. And, you know, David, you still ain't got anything? No? <laughs> hearing what you're saying, hearing what you're saying, I, I, I do agree and probably see that for myself. I'll be, I, I don't know, it's tough, it's tough. But um, I, I guess on that, like, being better because you want love, like, the, like Jesus helps with that essentially, is like, I want to be a better person because I want to have a close relationship with God. And part of that is, aligning myself with his will for me which is loving other people and being kind and you know so so that helps but um no i was i was pretty pretty heavily designed to lips neck phillips this question (laughs) doesn't admit to me (laughs) it just doesn't um yeah but thank you though for 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 (laughs) okay um so could you repeat the question for me one more time please all right if you knew from the jump that you will never be married or in a relationship, how different would your life be today? Stacey. Okay. Um, yeah, very. Uh, it'd be it'd be very different. It'd be very very different because do you know what I think included in in everything you're saying is like the Bible as well. I don't know why I keep taking it to God, but I really do feel like through this whole love and relationship journey, I always, I've yeah, I've taken it to God now and I've just left it with him. But I think 
my life would be very different because then the way I would have even probably read the Bible and the things that said in it, maybe it would have it would have changed due to everything that like everyone has taught me around me and like my culture has taught me and traditions have taught me. Like, boy, I think I would still strive to be a better person. However, I would still try, strive to be a good person within myself and not just to please others. However, I do think I am a people pleaser. So that plays like, that used to play like a 90%. Yeah, that used to play 90% into why I do the things I do. Instead of just me wanting to be better, I just really want to please people and do things because it made them happy and made them like me. But now, yeah, now on a different path, I'm like, what? I'm 50-50, I'd say. Uh, maybe that's wishful thinking. Maybe I'm being wishful, but 50-50 doing things to be able to make people happy and 50 doing things to better myself and just be a good person. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so fair enough. We've answered that question. So going into rom-coms now, the point of this episode. Woo, now, come on. okay, cool. So I remember I was listening to another podcast and you know the guy was basically saying some things about um actually no it wasn't a podcast it was a youtube video and the guy was basically saying some things about what he's observed about rom-coms and you know i, I tried to match up with what i've observed and some of the points that he mentioned were that rom-coms have essentially taught us that there are three main things about women like if you take away these things about women you're probably not speaking about a woman basically and the three things are <laughs> that women want to get married have kids and have long lasting relationships. And that isn't just with like, sorry, sirens. You live in the ends, you guys. I live in the ends, I live in the ghetto. The ghetto, all right, cool. Yeah, but that isn't just like with um, like a husband or what what have you. It's just like with people, they wanna have long lasting relationships. You see what I'm saying? Um, so those are the three things that rom-coms would teach us about women. Would you say that's accurate for the most part? For the most part, yeah. In most rom-coms, you know, I, 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 I definitely see that, especially the marriage one. Maybe not always the kids' one, but definitely the marriage one. And the idea of relationships at all, because sometimes a rom-com, like especially modern rom-coms, they'll replace the pursuit of a love interest with like a friendship one, like, Bridesmaids was like a was like a spin on the rom com. It was more about sisterhood, but there was still that romantic story within it as well. Mm. Uh, and yeah, the idea of wanting a long lasting relationship was prevalent throughout the whole film. Cool, Stacey. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I do agree, babe. I don't know much about the kids part of it, um, but I do think the marriage part does play true or if not marriage like a relationship that could grow into something more than what it is cool all right but nowadays women um i won't say they don't adhere to any of these things um because i'm sure there are still women in this world who want those three things however women in this world their um their top priorities nowadays are probably to you know reach career goals to um love themselves, explore themselves, and to have self-sufficiency, financial stability. So essentially, 
it's kind of like an old school version of women versus a new school version of women where the things that I said women would want nowadays will probably be um, something that would quote unquote be masculine or manly. And then if you had gender roles in a, in, in a marriage or a relationship, a man would assume those roles and a woman would assume the roles that I spoke about before. So the, the two aren't necessarily mutually exclusive, but for the sake of like a narrative or storytelling, you know, these, these things tend to be pushed to the front because you want to tell a story, right? And this is the story that's being told over and over again, constantly in rom-coms. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. the women that would be um, seen as contemporary women, they have these traits in the beginning of rom-coms, but it's somehow overcome for a reason. And you know, like with, with rom-coms, you, they present a character with th- this thing that they have that needs to be overcome so love can win in the end and everyone's happy, right? So if you have, if you take, for example, someone like Lauren and Think Like a Man, she, she wants a guy with six figures, she's career orientated. She's like, no, I don't want to stoop down for a man. But what does she do in the end? She stoops down for a man. And it's not that she quits her job and doesn't want to be self-sufficient. In fact, she tries to champion him and Think Like a Man too. But for the most part, that is the thing that has to be overcome. She has to overcome this, her, her one of her top priorities essentially. And become someone who wants you know to have long lasting relationships or to get married by any means necessary and you know that that could be seen with um Jacqueline and Angela and Boomerang obviously at different points in the story before Benga comes at me and like actually story bro I know summer 500 in summer and Alana she was like a journey character in um that awkward moment so you know she 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 was the epitome of you know just that type of woman so that's so these type of women they don't necessarily win the game of love in rom-coms like they tend to either change or be dropped off because someone because the 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 the, um, the main character has found a different love interest who exemplifies um the qualities that this character maybe didn't if that am i making sense yeah 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 especially in like 500 days of summer where summer was obviously dropped for was it autumn or whatever? <laughs> so, something, yeah, yeah, something like that. I think it was winter. So, 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 but um, yeah, so, you know, the character who exemplifies the traits of the quote-unquote modern woman, they wouldn't win. Like, they would either be dropped off or they would change. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, that's... that's um, rom-coms have essentially failed men because a lot of men nowadays, they aren't so quote-unquote masculine anymore they're not looking for someone to just like take care of a take care of the domestic qualities or um just get married have kids and be quiet like usually they want someone who's on their level or someone that they can work with or someone they can like you know split the bill if that makes sense like a lot of men Mm. nowadays they're not looking to be the quote-unquote yeah i'm the guy i do everything there are men that do that don't get me wrong I know a few of them. They make me sick. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, men don't look for that anymore. So I feel like when men are when men are trying to pursue what we um, pursue the game of relationships or marriage, they're kind of inequipped if they trust the logic of rom-coms. Because mm-hmm. the women that they that are presented presented in rom-coms, the ones that win, aren't the women that we see nowadays. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That does make sense. That does make sense. What do you guys start on that? Okay. 
So with with me, I feel like following the logic of rom-coms, like I said before, for me personally, like it's nice to watch. However, to follow, I'm just a bit like skeptical. I'm like, life isn't like this though. Like I'm like, no, like I'm really sad sometimes or whenever you speak to people or you're in relationship, like the end isn't always the end. Like in, in rom-coms, it ends happy more of the time. And I'm like, this isn't how it really ends. Like it just goes on and on and on and on. And it normally has really, really dark moments inside of it. So like, I'm really skeptical of rom-coms. So I don't necessarily feel like I follow the logic of rom-coms in real life. However, I do see how it could, do see how, yeah, um, you do say like it's failed men because I do think in rom-coms as well, to be fair, it's failed society in a way because it glorifies certain unhealthy things that people do in real life. Whoa, whoa, and I'm whoa. Like, talk about it, talk about it. Hey, Stacey's going in. Hey, this is a thesis. Right. Hey, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thesis. Because, like, there's so many, there's so many things that I watched um, rom-com stuff as well that I'm just like, I don't, I don't think this should happen. Like, in if I deep, like, um, why did I get married? I was talking to a friend about this. And she was like, oh yeah, it's the eh, it's this. And I was like, mm-mm, that ain't it. Mm-mm, none of them. And I get they're trying to portray that marriages are not like perfect. But the way they most of the time stuck together through what they were going through, I was like, get a divorce. I, I said, get a divorce. Get a divorce. Like one of them put hands, wow. they put hands on each other. Mm. I said, get a divorce. <laughs> no, they got back together and people are like, oh, I'm so happy they got back together. I'm like, no, I'm just like, no, this ain't it. And also, there was another movie, Um, what is it? Uh, it's oh, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, yeah? Martin Lawrence and the woman from Greenleaf, the mum from Greenleaf. Lynn Whitfield. But, um, <laughs> yeah, basically was out here lying to her chasing her and she was the villain because she she was all dreams and then she said no way she said i'm not letting this go and then she was the villain from the beginning of that of that movie i was like someone needs to get this man someone needs to teach him a big lesson real quick and there's just so many things that i've been watching and i'm just like this ain't it like playing games in rom-coms is such a thing i don't know whether it's more back in the day or it still stands true today they love playing games with each other. They love like, oh, how long should I wait to call? How long should I do this? Oh, what if I should say this at this time? Should I? I'm like, stop it. Don't play games with people. Just be you. If they don't like you, they don't like you. Give them the opportunity to see you as you really are and give yourself the opportunity to be authentic to who you are as well. And if, they, if someone doesn't want you for who you are, then you've probably saved yourself a lot of trouble in the beginning. However, I do understand at the start of relationships as well, there is a kind of playbook that we must follow. Like, by all means, you can't be full on, even if you're a full on person, you can't be full on straight away because it can put people off and you can't push yourself onto someone you don't know like that because that is crossing someone's boundaries as well. And that's not fair to the other person. So it's a give and take when it comes to rom-coms. I'm like, it kind of failed society. But also, 
it's it's like what am I looking? What's the word I'm looking for? It's an escape as well from society. So it's failed, but also it's an escape and it's entertaining. But yeah, Bingo. I agree. I agree. Um, give me the question again. As rom com showed us. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you want the whole thing again? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> on some thing, and I have points, but I think I lost some of them. But it's cool. Um, have rom com rom-coms failed us i think yeah it was about um them presenting a an expectation for what women would want from a man or what a man should want from a woman and yeah i feel like what's helped me in that respect especially when it comes to like the traditional duties of uh man and woman and expecting her to just drop everything for you and like not prioritize a career or whatever that was never really an issue for me personally because of how much i'd seen it in my real life and that that's i think that's the major difference is um having it on tv is great for me as a kid because i love tv having it in real life is like that's perfect. That's what we really need, you know, and having my parents setting the example, you know, so I could filter things out, you know, I could see when my dad was being romantic and, you know, when my mom was, you know, being romantic as well, you know, I, I was able to spot that because I'd seen it so clearly on the TV. Then when things that they said on the TV does work, and then I saw my parents steering very clear from those things, I was like, Okay, maybe it doesn't work then. But obviously, you know, you, you grow up, you be stupid, and you try them out for yourself anyways. And then, you know, you, 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 you make your mistakes and you learn. You, you learn fast. But also, sometimes in rom-coms, they actually explore those things as well. Um, I can't really think of any examples. I, I guess one of the most um, subversive rom-coms I've watched is Trainwreck by Judd Apatow, um, which, which kind of you know, it, 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 it subverts the traditional gender expectations and shows that love still triumphs this way. And, and I think it's just a case of like, understanding that this is just entertainment, pull from it what you need to, but in your real life, what you're gonna need to do is understand that you're looking for what works for you, not what worked for what you saw in a film you liked. And I think me having that understanding from early helped me out quite a bit the issue comes where basically a relationship is a partnership and if you don't both have that understanding that's where things can lead to turmoil so or at least work towards the understanding yeah exactly 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 that yeah no ben it's interesting that you say you know you had your parents to essentially break up what rom-coms were teaching you and you could pull from rom-coms what you needed because you had a decent example in your house. But you know, yeah. for someone like me or whoever has, um, you know, divorced parents from a young age, you know, your parents obviously typically are your first example of like love, but I didn't have that. So rom-coms taught me what I needed to know about love. And you know, for me, someone like myself, I like my information fed through comedy. So obviously I'm gonna love rom-coms. Um, so, you know, I, I take what I needed from rom-coms and you know your your comedy shows for example no one can deny the love between claire no um michael cow and jan is it jan jay. 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 jay jay well jay and janet yeah 
um, <laughs> Jay, um, or Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, like those were my, I take best examples of what it means to love someone. So, but yeah, as much as we say that rom-coms have failed us, for, for the most part, they have really taught us stuff because yeah, it's like they literally hold up a mirror to society and say, hey, this is how you all behave. And you know, it's, like I said earlier, it's easier to point out or solve someone else's issue when it's not your issue. But you know, when it yeah. is your issue, you know, your shortcomings, they, they might not, they might not be clear to you at first. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Do you know what's funny as well? As I say, I'm so cynical about rom-coms. It's like, I can watch it and I can be like, oh, idiots. Oh, dummies. But then I would tell you, I'll go call my friend. A boy would do something, yeah. And I'll call my friend and I'll be like, I'm not this type of person to do this. But clearly, like, I am, which means what they're doing isn't necessarily too far-fetched. Because I'll call people and I'll be like, so this is what happened with this guy and like I'm not normally the type I don't say this often but sometimes there are times I'll be like I don't do stuff like this like this isn't me but also it's okay not to think of yourself as somewhat perfect like we all make mistakes and I think that's what I get from rom-coms as well I think there's a humbling thing about watching it and then doing it and understanding that they they're not well they're idiots but so are you like you're a dummy as well and we're all in this journey together <laughs> love can make you do crazy things baby love can make you do crazy things and yeah i think that's one thing that i have taken from rom-coms so if i was to say what have i learned from it i have learned that one is exempt from the absurdity and the craziness that love love has like the pull that love has on you as a human no one is exempt for it love crazy things absolutely i mean there, there's some things that happen in this life that you're thinking am i where's the camera like am i in a wrong home <laughs> like yo one time yeah this was like maybe four years or three years ago i went pizza hut with my friend and a lady literally wrote her number on the back of a receipt for me and I was like, yo, what the wait, what what is going on? Like I, I genuinely thought that only happens in movies. You see what I'm saying? I genuinely thought it happens in movies. Like I had to ask my friend, like, nah, that was for you, bro. <laughs> like, yo, what was going on? But yeah, Stacey, you had a question about um rom com endings. Yeah, so guys, I was asking that. Do you guys think a rom-com or a romance movie can still be a romance movie if it doesn't end with the couple being together? If they don't end happily? Bengo, you, you got this? I have two examples. Come on. And proceed to me right now. But the strongest one I have is La La Land, which is one of my favorite um, romantic films from the current modern age. I absolutely love that film. And I usually say that I hate when they try and end romantic films without giving us a clear answer on are these people together at the end? And I want that answer to be a resounding yes each and every time, which is why when I first watched about last night, I was a bit unsure if I liked it because I wanted them to just lips in the park and they didn't do that and I was vexed. But obviously the insinuation is that obviously they got together with that romantic walk and everything. But La La Land, it was very clear with a resounding no that they're not together anymore and they're happy with that and it was the first time watching it i was like you know what i'm happy with this because um phil i'm sure you'll go into this 
in, in more detail, but there, there, there's a, there was another narrative that was being driven in the film as a as a as, as of high as of as high importance as the rom romance narrative mm -hmm. that that we got the payoff in essentially, and that is their ambitions in the creative field. And me, as someone who's ambitious in the creative field, I completely got when they decided to forsake the relationships with each other to pursue career heights and the fact that they got those career heights despite losing the relationship made me very satisfied with that ending and i was like you know what that's real i'm happy that they've shown me that brother philip yeah yeah i feel like um if the characters don't get together in the ending but there was no build-up as to why that doesn't happen then it's just a bad movie because for comedies they they tend to like wrap it up in a way that gives lots like, of people hope or uh, they, they, they wrap, up, wrap it up in a comfortable way. Do you know what I mean? Unless it's confirmed a franchise, which rarely ever ha happens with comedies. Like, usually it's just one and done. Or they do one and then see what, what happens next. Like, yeah. there has to be some sort of, like, build-up that has its own payoff that lets us know why they didn't get together. So, mm -hmm. my example would be, like, Irreplaceable You on Netflix. I don't talk about this movie enough, but I really do love it. It's got Gugu and Baffa Raw. I love her so much. She's British, she's dope. Um, so in this film, you know, from the jump, we know that she's gonna die. Boom, ticking clock, she's gonna die. But what she does is that she wants to try and prepare him for life after he's uh, she's dead by like mm. making sure that he's good in the, in the relationship, um, in the relationship spectrum because, um, you know, she loves him so much and she cares for him so much mm. that she doesn't want him to be alone. But he's like, yo, I'm, I'm just trying to be with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, about to die. But, you know, in, obviously in the end, they're not together. So they don't end up together. Do you know what I mean? They started together, but they don't mm. end up together. And we know why, but there was a build-up there. There was a payoff. Do you see what I'm saying? I feel like mm. if a movie, and if, if whoever's listening to this, if you can give an example, let us know. But if there's a movie with no, no build-up and no payoff, but they don't end up together, what was mm. the point? Why did we sit down for <laughs> an hour and a half and watch this movie? <laughs> what was the point? There's no build-up and no payoff. That's really interesting because I actually do. Yeah, I think I do agree with what you both are saying. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to end together, but if there's something else that makes enough sense to not follow the path of the love, then I'm like, yeah, yeah, come, come, come. I hear that. I hear that. But I was also um, asking you guys, or I think we were talking about previously. Um, yeah, what I feel like rom-coms do that I don't necessarily like like I feel like rom-coms are very cliched and I don't know if it's they don't all recycle the same themes but most of the times I think they do like well yeah I think they do but also like it's it's, it's just cliched and just the fact that we kind of understand what happens in the beginning, what happens in the middle, and what will happen in the end. And I get it. I get it. Okay, sometimes I like a bit of cliche, but also I like nuances in, in movies. I, that's what I've realised about myself from watching I May Destroy You. And um, I think we talked previously about, uh, what's that movie called? Premature. I like the little nuances that happen in movies that aren't extreme. So like if they explore themes that aren't, out there like not big themes like jealousy or big themes like um um what oh 
like wanting to have kids or wanting to be married like I get those themes and I get how important they are but in my head there are somewhat obvious answers to that but also I realize as a person I'm a control freak and sometimes I feel like answers are pretty easy and I don't like to delve into answers that are messy and if there's an issue I want to address it straight on so I get that I'm very individual sometimes in the way that I think and it's not always for me and I think that's what I've learned from rom-coms as well not only do I make some of those mistakes as well but also it's not just for me so when I think cynically about them I'm like there's actually people out here that it helps but also there was people out here that it hinders as well there's clear people out there because I've spoken to people as well and I'm like you must think you're in a movie you must think this is a joke I'm sure you're not that naive but it is it happens and it's just very interesting but I like like stuff that look into little nuances and stuff like in in premature they must have just had like it was so easy and just so relaxing to watch even though there was like a big theme that happened in there there were like just little things like the little ways they had arguments with each other and the little like little discussions that they had with each other and their friends and stuff and I was like ooh, <laughs> this could happen and I, I've seen this happen and oh I like the way you guys explored that and I really enjoyed that but I think that's what I've picked up from rom-coms I've picked up stuff that I like but also I know what I don't like as well I mean the examples that you gave they are I'm not far from comedy but <laughs> do you know what I mean like they're not yeah. comedies in it like pretty much a straight true. romance that's um, true. I May Destroy You might be categorized as a dark comedy or something but to me that's drama um like they're, they're far from comedy but you know with comedy it tends to be the the most outlandish things you see what i'm saying it tends to be the, mm. the most absurd things because one is entertaining and you can get more comedy out of it because there's greater conflict and greater stakes but in in a sec in the same breath it's like we we find that entertaining sometimes the stuff that we think we think is obvious like the obvious solves to a relationship problem we find we we tend to find those entertaining and but i was gonna say that you know, some of these problems that these, these people go through in these rom-coms and people may go through in real life, it may it really may not be obvious. Like, being in a relationship really does bring out things about you that you didn't know that were there. And as much as um, I, I agree, and I know that, Stacey, you're a champion of, like, working out your flaws and knowing your own shortcomings even before a relationship and just knowing yourself, there are some things that you don't know about yourself until you're in the scope of relationship. And what you'll find is that those things were created by what you consume. Like you'll mm -hmm. be put in situations that you weren't in before, obviously because you weren't in a relationship and you will act a certain way. And if you were introspective enough, you'll be like, oh, I know where I got that from. But it just becomes part of who you are. And it's just, just it's, if it's toxic stuff, it's just stuff that you have to unlearn. You see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. Do your best. Yeah to unlearn it but it's, it's it's one of the things where if you're in a relationship with someone or that person if that person has recognized that flaw in you it's like do i want to be in this relationship with you knowing that flaw exists and you're trying to work on it do i want to be there to help you work on it do i want to be on this journey with you because more time these a lot of these flaws that we go through or these these lingering flaws they're so deep-rooted and obviously things that they're problems that are about you and not quote-unquote the relationship that it takes a while it takes a while to really like work it out figure it out 
and fight it because it's literally your normality. Like you're basically telling yourself to stop doing something you've been doing your whole life, but you may not have known you've been doing it your whole life. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. I just feel like people, I just, I, I think, and it is me, it is a me thing. So when I'm speaking, I am just speaking for myself because it is like, if you can see you're doing something wrong, then say something and make the other person aware that you don't mean to, it's just who you are and it's what you've learned and give them the opportunity to decide. But also, yeah, being self-aware, something that I think is very, very important in relationships. And I've learned, I have learned a lot from rom-coms. Like, I don't know if I said this at first or maybe I was just bashing rom-coms, but you know what, more than rom-coms, just romance, actually. I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change my stance because I don't really find a lot of things funny. I think you guys, your sense of humor is a bit, mm, it's a bit iffy. Because that- Why do you sound like that, bro? Pardon? Why do you sound like Tafika when you did that? <laughs> <laughs> She's influencing me, what can I say, man? What can I say? But no, you guys, I'm like, this is funny. But also maybe I just don't like, too many rom-coms i'm more of a straight romance person from what i learn and the rom-coms i will just take for the absurdity that it comes to me as but a straight in like straight romance thing that's what i'm like it, yeah that speaks to me a bit more and i learn a bit more but um we're not talking about romance talk about rom-coms so yeah we can we can talk about both no nah, man no nah, no nah, man i just think <laughs> you know what is, look, the reason why i say that the reason why i say that yeah is because rom-coms are one of probably one of the most high selling genres they're mm. being churned out like clockwork every year a romance like sure don't get me wrong they exist but they're not i mean when they come out and they bang they're usually like uh win an oscar do you see what i'm saying but they're mm. not churned out so much that they become something that people just watch and watch and watch if, if, if you get what i'm saying and i feel mm-hmm. like romances they, they, they it's a massive can of worms there's so much going on but rom-coms yeah. tend to be a certain way <laughs> do yeah, you see yeah. what i'm saying so i want i want i just want to hone in with with rom-coms we can go romance another time focus he wants focus <laughs> i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that so um if i was to conclude my opinion on on the topic um i would say that i like rom-coms as an escape from reality if i when i choose to turn my brain off and be like i'm not really gonna take much from this right now i'm just going to enjoy it for what it is i enjoy it but if my brain is like too skeptical i'm just like okay guys let's stop watching this now but when my brain is off i'm like okay Life is what you're telling me it is. Hey, Stacey, man, you, you'd actually make the best rom-com character, you know, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, you're, oh, you're so good. I'm your brain off, bro. You're this is so good. This is, this is my life's work, Stacey. You're just going to turn the brain off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, David, how, how would you conclude this topic? Yeah, um, thank you for this topic, Phil. I feel like my, my conclusion's kind of been made. It's just the idea of, like, having the the knowledge to take what you need from um, heightened reality and ensuring that it marries with your reality. That's kind of been the journey I've been on in terms of, like, 
I really like this. How do I make it real? You know, and, and that, that's a continuous process of just trying to um, filter through what, what, what is obviously not real and what can be real with. So, can I just ask you a question, sorry? I hate to interrupt you, but I'm gonna do it. But I was just wondering, mm-hmm. when you look at it and you see what you like, is it the, the payoff of the emotion the other person has that's what you like? Or is it the feeling that it makes you feel that's what you like and that's what you want to emulate in real life to get that feeling again? Or do you want to see the result that they got? That's three. That's that's a big. That's those are big questions. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm getting it. You know, I feel like it. You know, in in some way, it it it, it can also almost be like a formula in terms of like guy does this, woman feels that equals this. You know, and you look at them, it's like okay, so that plus that equals that and. And as we've discussed, you know, um, rom-coms are a mirror on reality to to a degree. Obviously, things are heightened and you can't just go around doing everything that they show you. But to, there is a degree in which you can look at something and be like, okay, if the guy is that for the girl, that leads to positive results. And and I like watching that. I like, I like watching something and seeing, okay, that's made this woman very happy that's gotten them together. What can I take from this that I can now emulate in real life to, to, to get that same result? Because I think what, one of the big things as a kid that I took from watching rom-coms, sitcoms and everything is being able to do something that makes someone else happy. And you know, then seeing that in real life, seeing my dad do those things for my mom, it's like, okay, no, I definitely want to do this now. And so that's kind of where that came from. Interesting. Thank Stacey, you. Stacey, did that answer your question? Yeah. In a, in a way, I'd ask, I'd get a bit deeper into it probably at a later date, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> Fair Sorry. You know, it's, it's, it's an interesting one because like, something I, I would say is that, yeah, um, all comedies, they tend to give you an air, an air of like hope towards the end, you know, the final act when the things get wrapped up, whether they, they um, get wrapped up in a way that's like, oh, they're together, they're not, or whatever it is, they tend to try and give you an air of hope for the theme of the situation, do you see what I'm saying? Um, and something I would take from like some of my favorite rom-coms, for example, um, that awkward moment, the re- one of the reasons why I love it is because it it kind of, it kind of it's kind of a rom-com, not about guy meets girl, because that happens, but it's kind of about the three guys when you deep it and their relationship together and their bromance. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, and I, what, one thing I do love about it is the fact that, you know, they're all cool in that and they don't see that some of the actions that they have taken have been so, so much about personal gain that it actually hurts the other people and then everything boils over. But the thing that gives me hope is the fact that when it boils over, they're able to rekindle it by someone deciding to go, you know what, um, I was wrong. They basically relinquish their pride and they talk about it. And it's the fact that like, it's not, you, this person isn't canceled now. Or I don't talk to my man because rare tear tear, do you see what I'm saying? But the fact that they're able to work it out, not even just as quote unquote grownups, but just as people, do you see what I'm saying? Like you're not beyond working it out with someone. If you want to work out with someone, it's possible to do that. Like a fight doesn't mean the end. 
And I feel that's, that's one of the most beautiful things about rom-coms for me. It gives me hope. Because obviously my parents are divorced. So a fight meant the end in my, in my real life. But one thing that rom-coms give me hope about is the fact that a fight doesn't have to mean the end. Whether that's with, between guy meets girl or between the friends or between the girls in the movie. Like, a fight doesn't have to mean the end. And that's the hope that it gives me. But at the same time, I do feel like for man, a lot of men them, including myself, before I got into a relationship, it does set unrealistic expectations. And to me, it sets similar unrealistic expectations to porn. Not the same, not Whoa. the same, not the Whoa. same. <laughs> not the same, but Wait. similar. But I guess that's something that we're gonna get into in another no. episode. No. Why, why <laughs> you don't wanna do that? I, 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 you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, if you ever catch me out in, in, in public, you know, then you, we, we could have that discussion. But I, I genuinely believe this. Like, I've, I've thought about it for a while. And it's not that it's the same unrealistic expectations, but they're similar. And Can't I won't say they're as damaging, but what'd you say? Can't that be said for every genre? In what every way? media that, like, it sets up unrealistic expectations of life itself? Oh, no, yeah, definitely. Right. But like in in if we're holding it down to like relationships and and like marriage or what mm. have you, mm. yeah, I would I would say that they they both set unrealistic expectations. If because and a reason why I I pinpoint those two is because it, they, they they tend to be a lot of what people consume. If we're being like, porn isn't a billion dollar industry for no reason. You see what I'm saying? Um, there's, there's porn in a bunch of films that we just don't consider it porn because they're in a film, but it's porn. It's, it's <laughs> but yeah, this no, this has been this has been a good this has been a good topic. This has been an interesting, interesting episode, especially about Stacy. Hey, Stacy's the best character in the world. <laughs> she's amazing. She's so Stacey, good. Her voice is heaven. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been great. It has been amazing. So let's sign out. It's been amazing. I'm Stacey. I'm signing out, guys. I'm signing out for everyone. Love you guys. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye.